When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport Magazine and Autosport.com, I'm Luke Smith, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Carlos Sainz will start from pole position for the United States Grand Prix after topping qualifying in Austin on Saturday evening, but it was a sombre day for the F1 paddock after news emerged of the death of Red Bull founder Dietrich Mateschitz at the age of 78 following a long illness. Massachusetts made Red Bull not only an energy drink that became known around the world, but into a brand that did so much more. His love for Formula One led Red Bull into the sport, initially as a sponsor, before acquiring Jaguar in 2004 and turning it into Red Bull Racing, a team that would go on to dominate F1. Red Bull did so much more for F1 though, fielding a second team in AlphaTauri and launching many careers through its young driver programme that have helped develop champions like Sebastian Vettel and Max Verstappen as well as helping revive the Austrian Grand Prix at the Red Bull Ring from 2014. Emotional tributes were paid by many people today, including Christian Horner, who called Mastschitz inspirational, while Mercedes boss Toto Wolff said Mastschitz had made the biggest contribution in F1 of any individual. To recap today in Austin, I'm joined by Autosport Grand Prix editor Alex Kalanorkas. Now, Alex, obviously one place to start, and that is the news of Dietrich Mastschitz's sad passing. 
could I get your thoughts on his contribution to F1 and some of the tributes that have been paid today? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely massive contribution to Formula One and obviously a very, very sad day for Red Bull and a sad day for Formula One. I, what I would say is of the modern era, running two teams, especially in the era where the manufacturers had all pulled, pulled out, the grids were down. Could you imagine what Formula One would have looked like without the two Red Bull teams? So four cars there that the grids would have been extremely unhealthy. You know, the Red Bull ring, came back the the a1 the a1 ring track in austria all the drivers that came through the program max verstappen sebastian vettel those absolute legends i know max is already you know max is only still writing his own legend it yeah would have completely changed the picture and and for for absolutely the worst so we can't understate his contribution in the modern era but also i think red bull doesn't get the credit it deserves for what it has contributed i think before this tragic news was announced, you know, it, it was all about the cost cap and it was all about, you know, has it has Red Bull cheated in 2021? Is it still benefiting that in 2022? What could be the possible punishments if it has? Christian Horner coming out swinging and defending his team and defending, you know, his actions and things like that. But I think that, you know, yeah, Red Bull, for, for what it has brought to Formula One, I don't think it does get enough credit. It's too much. It's too often the, the pantomime villain. Um, I would say on, on reflection, but um, but yeah, and just just quickly on the cost cap, my understanding uh, from a source uh, here in Austin is that basically that that's sort of it in terms of news for this weekend. There won't be any any. Uh, I don't know if that means the talks will stop between the FIA and and Red Bull, but it certainly there won't be any uh, news coming out of Red Bull accepting that it breached the cap or, or possible punishments or anything like that. So that will come uh, maybe over the Mexico Grand Prix weekend. Who knows? You know, it's obviously still going to be a, a sensitive time uh, for the team. And, and the, these things, you know, as long as they're transparent, as long as it, the right outcome is reached, you know, can take it can take its time in, in, in a sense. So, yeah, um, sad day for Red Bull. Um, and also, I was, I was really struck sat in the press conference earlier. Uh, Carlos Sainz in the middle, Charles de Glare alongside him and, and Max Verstappen in third place. It was just, just how emotional Verstappen looked. He's quite... Um, um, he is, you know, I, I don't mean this nastily, but he's a bit of a robotic character. You know, I think expressing emotions just doesn't seem to come as naturally as, say, as it does to some of the others. But he really, he really looked, um, yeah, very, very sad. And I think that, um, that that shows you just what a loss this is to Red Bull. And obviously we hope Max is okay. He spoke about it being tough to even go out at the start of qualifying after what happened. Because, of course, it only broke in, in, in the hour beforehand. You know, Luke, you and I were, were hearing from sources in the paddock that, that it, it had happened, that the Red Bull team gathered in their hospitality unit en masse, the whole team there, and obviously anybody watching the, the build-up of the various uh, uh, TV channels covering qualifying would have seen that. And yeah, and then obviously got to go in and perform at your peak in the, in the hardest moment of the weekend, sort of that, that one last gasp effort in Q3. So yeah, tricky for Red Bull, tricky for Verstappen, and, and um, yeah, to his credit, he came out and still delivered a good result. Yeah, fine words there, Alex. And yeah, Christian Horner was much the same when we spoke to him just ahead of qualifying. It's clearly very emotional talking about Dietrich and saying that, yeah, he just had done so much. He took a chance on Christian when he was a young guy, only in his 30s to be a team principal and look at what they've done. So yes, very sad news for Formula One today. Back on track, Carlos Sainz scored his third F1 pole position, his first in dry conditions after the wet one at Silverstone and inheriting pole at Spa. Carlos has spoken quite a lot recently about the the near misses, the frustration, sort of being that 10th on the wrong side and losing out, particularly against Leclerc, but Verstappen as well. How badly needed was this after so many near misses? And you asked him, I believe there's a stat, was it, of how many times he'd been just not quite there? Yeah, four times before today he'd come in in qualifying sessions, less than a tenth of a second 
away from pole position. And he said, actually, you know, it's worth noting with that. He said, you know, there are a few times there that I made quite big mistakes. And, and that's that's why I ended up sort of that, 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 that just sort of smidge back. Whereas today he said the key on that final lap in Q3 was just keeping it clean. I think all the drivers really struggled in the windy conditions. Red Bull was struggling to get his tyres up to temperature. You saw Verstappen doing all sorts of uh, of different tactics, going out with scrub tyres at the start and the first runs in Q3, taking an extra prep lap on the second second one there. Um, he came up short, but but science didn't. I also think um, Leclerc probably threw it away a little bit. You know, he said that um, his car was really, really loose, struggling for tyre life come the end of the lap, whereas science had managed things that little bit better, able to keep it all all calm and clean, as he said. But yeah, you sense that it, it's just that science is, he, you know, he doesn't get carried away in, in what he says. He's obviously, you know, he's looking ahead to tomorrow. He's saying, I'm realistic about, about winning uh, because Red Bull is so strong. Uh, over a, over a race stint in terms of time management compared to Ferrari, but I think this is more just a sense of okay, yeah, he's ticked a little box there. He's recovered um, from the tough start he had to the year against Leclerc. When not, let's not forget it, he wasn't a million miles away uh, in those qualifying sessions early on, but still was really struggling to get up to speed and adapt to the car, particularly um, you know as it does get um, away on on the rear for the for the drivers, which Leclerc was able to handle much more naturally. Um, so yeah, well done to Carlos Sainz. I think, um, yeah, I think he deserves deserves full credit for all his work that he's done over the season. And, and even even this weekend, he was saying he was trying little things throughout free practice, adjusting settings on his steering wheel, changing the setup, just building to it. And um, and yeah, good result. And what I particularly liked was that it did look as if Leclerc was going to run uh, to another pole position. But obviously he would have... He would have not started there and lost the pole stat, which is a bit of a bit of a bugbear of mine because you know the the the, the sprint uh, race weekend thing changing over the winter was very good. But then when the grid penalties are factored in, as you say, science has three pole positions now, but he only really should have two because he didn't top qualifying in Belgium and Verstappen did. And yeah, science started on pole because of a grid penalty. So therefore, we don't have that confusion to worry about. Unless I mean, we are talking the results are still provisional. There could be technical things that mean any drivers get thrown out of qualifying or whatever. But again, sorry, I'm living relentlessly in the real world, which I know uh, our colleague Jake Boxall Leg likes me to acknowledge. But there we go. Um, yeah, satisfying that science took pole We'll start on pole and we'll keep pole, assuming so all was well tomorrow. Satisfying indeed. But you did say, he said he's got to be realistic about Ferrari's chances tomorrow. They've not won since Austria. It's been a long old time. And Red Bull has taken a step forward in terms of performance. But the tyre deck has been such a weakness for Ferrari. And this track is known to really chew through the tyres. So... Another bugbear of yours was FP2 yesterday because that was just completely meaningless in terms of what this weekend looks like because they focused on prototype Pirelli running for 2023. But I know there's not a lot of data to therefore go on, but realistically, would you still say that Verstappen is the favourite to win the race tomorrow? Yeah, that Pirelli tyre test made my job a lot harder last night and a lot later finish, close gun midnight here in Austin. Uh, but anyway... Um, yeah, I think I think science is right. Red Bull is is, is still the favourite because of, of of what it's produced uh, ever since Austria. That was uh, that that's looking more and more like an outlier um, sort of result, as was Melbourne in terms of Ferrari being better over over race stints on tyre management. Worth noting that you know Leclerc was very good in Paul Ricard as well on that front before he threw it away. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, with uh, with Fer- the only the only hope Ferrari's got is sort of what happened to Verstappen in qualifying today. If Red Bull was sort of struggling for tyre warm up. 
we have seen in the past it is capable of making errors in terms of the strategy, uh, the, the, the tyre calculations. I think, I always say, re- reference this, think uh, Turkey in the wet last year where Valtteri Bottas, not a noted wet weather specialist, was able to drive away from Verstappen, who is one, uh, in the wet. And, and, and that was all down to Red Bull getting its sums wrong on the tyres. So potentially something like that could aid Ferrari tomorrow. But I just think the way that RB18 is now, I think it's sort of overwhelming, heavy favourite Um yeah, to, to win a race long stint. What I would say is that look at the number of drivers who had problems at turn one in qualifying. Um, it's obviously very bumpy up there. I was lucky enough to, to watch uh, from a photography um, sort of uh, um, stand next to the, the big grandstand and the, the gigantic American flag that's up there from from this year. Um, and looking looking down on it, I think you can, it is picked up on the TV pictures, but in person it's, it's almost comical how much the cars are, because obviously the, the rides are so low and they're so stiffly sprung, are bouncing across the, the bumps that are still there, even with all this resurfacing, um, uh, just at the apex. So, you know, that that itself is, is one thing to, to keep an eye on, and I, think, I personally think it's quite funny to look at. But Mick Schumacher had a spin. We've seen both Mercedes drivers nearly drop it at various points of the weekend coming out there. Pierre Gasly not happy with his brakes. So potentially there, there could be fireworks at, at turn one. Um, and maybe that's what Ferrari needs. Maybe Ferrari needs something to shake it up. But, uh, but yeah, I think science is right to be uh, to be wary of Verstappen's pace in, over, over a race stint. Should make for an interesting race at the front tomorrow. Now, you mentioned the giant American flag at Turn 1. There's also a giant Texan flag as well around the circuit. And the big talk this weekend has been about just how much F1 is booming in the US. We know that, but we're seeing that really in person this weekend. You look at Miami, and obviously it didn't have the capacity because it's basically not quite a street track, but it's sort of in a city, and it's very hard to get lots of people in. But here, 440,000 fans estimated over the weekend. It could go beyond that. We could be looking at half a million fans over race weekend as early as next year here in Kota, which is a quite remarkable achievement. What have you made of the the atmosphere around? And I just guess this being the litmus test as to where F1 is in the US. We've got the news today as well that Williams will give its second seat to Logan Sargent next year if he gets a super license points. He'd be the first full-time American since 2007. So it's another really big step for F1 in America. This weekend really shows that yeah, everything's bigger in Texas, and that's no different for F1 right now. Oh, definitely. I think um, what's really what's really interesting to note, having been to Miami uh, earlier on this year and looking ahead to Las Vegas in coming next year, is that I think this race uh, here at Austin is it's the fans' race. It's if you're an American F1 fan, this is the one to go to because. You know, we, we heard all sorts of things about the ticket prices, the price of admission alone in Miami, the hotel costs in Las Vegas, the rumours there that they're already astronomical. It's just going to price people away. So, you know, I think um, things are still expensive here in Austin, um, but it's just the access. You know, Miami, it's a, it's, a, it's ultimately it's a street track built on a car park. It's Formula E on steroids, as I, as I like to compare, but obviously done extremely well, I should, I should say. Um Whereas here, you know, it's purpose-built facility. You've got those, uh, you know, general admission viewing areas. Ever more grandstands, it seems to me, every time. You know, I've been here twice, but looking at where I sort of watched trackside last year, there's a massive grandstand there now. Um, I was lucky enough to go to the opposite opposite side of where I was last year, which was the S's section. And honestly, if you you ever can get to Austin in any category, watch cars there, but in Formula 1 in particular, it's truly spectacular. Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon in FP1, I honestly thought every time they come through they were going to lose control because it was so low to the ground and striking the ground repeatedly. Alonso, much, much more wild than Ocon, but was just hanging on to it. The bravery just the, and the sheer speed of the direction changes is impressive. 
Well, while I was there, the, sorry, the reason for the, the rather meandering anecdote is to, is to bring is to come on to your second point about Logan Sargent um, likely to be the second driver at Williams, assuming he gets those uh, those super license points. Um, yeah, good, good good for him, of course, and good for um, America's um, boom in terms of Formula One. What I will say is that when I was out there, at, you know, I was just behind Turn Five. Is that early on when the session started, the biggest cheer was for Sergio Perez. Lewis Hamilton got one. So did Max Verstappen. Obviously, Logan Sargent was out there driving in FP1 as, as part of his rookie running and um, no one cheered him. So they've got a little bit of work to do there. You know, obviously he doesn't have the visibility because he's not an F2 champion. He's, you know, he's, he's not going to, he's not, he can't win that title, of course, because of uh, Felipe Drugovic having, uh, having already wrapped that up. I met him earlier in the paddock. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, uh, well, I had a little chat with him for uh, an upcoming feature in GP Racing Magazine. He's a very, very nice guy. Very, he seems very switched on, switched on chap. So yeah, work to do for the brand in terms of building up his exposure, I guess, for Logan Sargent. But that will come when he gets to Formula 1. Definitely the right time. I had a chat with um, J.M. Correa earlier as well and he was sort of saying how he hopes that Logan getting on the grid is good for other American drivers as well and it's really, I think, just increasing the pool for everybody. You say Austin is the fans race and I think that as a city as well, it just gives a different vibe to everywhere else. Like, I I asked um, Sebastian Vettel about Austin a couple of weeks ago and said just about the race and everything and he said Austin doesn't feel like the rest of America and it's it's kind of true like in the middle of Texas this is not the kind of city you would maybe expect to find in 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 Texas so it really does stand out I mean what do you what have you made of Austin itself I've been here this is my third time here your second time obviously work means that it's pretty hard to fully enjoy the city over a race weekend but it it just has a, a really cool vibe that I think makes it different to anywhere else we go to on our travels around the world. Yeah, it certainly feels more relaxed compared to, to even Miami, which obviously is a famous party city. But it just just felt like I had a bit more of a an edge over that weekend. Uh, you know, you think about uh, some of the interactions various uh, people had with the with the police around there. Um, but but here, yeah, uh, yeah, great city. I actually um, last year I didn't I barely scratched the surface in Austin because I was staying in the sort of next town down the freeway. What a lovely, cool city. Uh, I think uh, we we enjoyed where we had dinner on Friday night, Luke. Maybe you'd like to tell the listeners about that. Oh yeah, we went to uh, Austin Speed Shop. We're invited there by Mobile One, who obviously work with Red Bull. And uh, yeah, they just basically had all these like classic cars out there. They had a, a Porsche 356 that I was gawking over, and Alex very kindly took a picture of me stood next to it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, yeah gawking over that. And it turns out that the owner of the shop basically used to work in music, and he was like manager for lots of big artists. And then decided, look, I, I really love cars. I'm going to set up this this shop basically with all these classic cars that you can go and look at and uh, yes that was really cool maybe one put some lovely food for us as well some uh, good brisket i've been told being vegetarian i, I would not know myself but uh, that's right i ain't enough for both of us nice, so nice, thank you, mate. i appreciate that <laughs> and it's uh, and yeah it was just lovely to uh, be able to enjoy a bit of austin hospitality i think so it's uh, yeah it's a really cool city i think for anyone who is looking for perhaps a more far-flung F1 race to attend if you're living in Europe or if you're in the States, uh, a home race, then yeah, I think this is the, this is the one to go to, I think. But yeah, Miami, it's cool, it's a different vibe. I think Vegas will be as well. But I think if you want that maybe more traditional, maybe more purist racing experience, I think Austin would probably be the place to come to. And uh, obviously we're heading to the Mexico Grand Prix uh, next weekend, but we're staying in Austin for a couple of days. So we'll be able to explore it fully uh, and then hop on over. We go slightly in the wrong direction up to Dallas first. Yeah, go to first. Dallas first, yeah. yeah and then thanks, we'll American Airlines. <laughs> rock up in Mexico City. Another very cool, uh, very cool uh, city to visit. It's a very cool job, this, isn't it? Anyway, thank you, listeners, for indulging in our love for Austin and, uh, yeah, recapping today in Formula One. Obviously, the real last note is, yeah, our thoughts go to the, the friends, the family, everyone at Red Bull following the passing of Diedrich Maschitz, a true legend who did so, so much for Formula One. 
We will be back tomorrow with our full race recap of the United States Grand Prix. We will talk to you then. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey guys, gut check. If your six-pack abs are covered with flab, it's time to cut the fat. Lose weight the easy way with Nutrisystem for Men. Now delivering hearty inspirations meals that fill you up without letting you down. We're talking bigger lunches and bigger dinners packed with protein to control hunger for up to five hours. From savory bourbon chicken to mouth-watering meatloaf, they're exactly what a man's body needs to power through the day. You get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, and snacks all fully prepared, totally delicious and delivered free to your door. No salads, no juices, just real food for serious appetites. Order today and get all new fuel shakes for men. They're made with the key ingredient Velocitol that doubles the power of protein to help you maintain muscle mass while losing weight and feeling satisfied. Don't wait any longer. Order now for a simple way to lose weight, build strength, boost energy, and burn fat. Go to Nutrisystem.com protein to lock in your special deal. Offer restrictions apply. See website for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.